This podcast is part of the Dayspace Podcast Network. The opinions expressed on this show are solely of those individual hosts who say them, and not of Dayspace Studios or any of its affiliates. A millennium ago, we believed in Christ. We had no problems with deception. Life had a price. But today, we dishonor, deceive, and corrupt a money-making scheme to promote and disrupt. Feelings of achievement are here to gloat. We compromise on things that we think will float. To interrogate a problem, we will have a clue to fight for a cause till our phrase turns blue. Religion was as bad, it doesn't seem fair. But now that you know, you don't really care. For we're only human and our actions are ours. Our respect is belittled as we realize our powers. Welcome to the Greenie Podcast. This is not your mom's podcast. This is pure random chaos. What's up, Greenie? What's up, man? Thank you for that uh, introduction, dude. We're, we decided to go with no music this week because <clears throat> Vin's not here. Uh, what's going on, man? You're chilling on your front porch? Yeah, technical difficulties. My internet sucks. My computer sucks. So uh, I just decided to do it the uh, generic way of on my phone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. Uh, we do. We do have uh, the chat is up, so that uh, anybody wants to talk to us. Uh, Seth is watching that tonight, so if anybody wants to watch, Seth, what are we talking about, dude? Since Vin's not here this week, well, we're talking about unfriendly radio, man. We're talking about all things punk rock, um, things that uh, you know interest us. And maybe only us. I'm, I'm sure we have some listeners that do like uh, like music in its rawest form. Uh, music that, uh, you know, motivates you to uh, be bigger and better than what you, what you thought you could be. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just, you know, the pop crap radio that fucking just blows donkey balls. Uh, that is the whatever the the hell the radio plays it's just not something that i'm a, i'm a big fan of and and i'll never be and uh so you know and 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 tim i know you i know you feel the same way oh yeah man i definitely i definitely feel the same way about it i really i mean i listen to 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 local radio but i don't listen to anything else other than you know the what's on the radio you know, I listen to a lot of other stuff, but I don't listen to the garbage that's that's on like Star 104 or any of that other stuff. You know, I listen to Rocco 101 or FM 96 out of Canada, um, a lot of uh, different podcasts on the interweb and stuff like that. I I do got to say one thing. Last week we did the video about the clown with the clowns and stuff. Out of all of our videos, that was the only video to get a dislike. I want if you're the person that disliked the video. Just say it in the comments. Tell us who you are. We don't care. We just find it funny that out of all of our videos, that video got a dislike. Well, we probably got, uh, due to the uh, popularity of of, of uh, clowns that, that are just going rampant around the country, I guess we probably uh suckered somebody into watching us for a few minutes and then said you know <laughs> i don't like these guys <laughs> <laughs> hey there's nothing wrong with clickbait man there's nothing wrong with clickbait at all i i really you know we're using it to get ourselves out there so what you know what i mean if you didn't that's why that's why we say if you want to leave us a comment leave us a comment tell us we suck you know uh so anyway 
let's let's get into some 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 punk rock topics, dude. I hey, just just to get me uh, a warm and fuzzy. Do you, are you seeing the video, Vin or Tim? Because on my on my side, you're frozen. The the live is frozen. Everything's frozen on my side. So I'm, uh, I'm seeing everything's good on, on everything's good on this end. So, um, of course, <laughs> uh, it could be like you said, your internet, and there's everybody and their mom trying to be on your internet at the same time. Yeah, uh, when you got an Xbox and an Xbox and a computer and and a TV and all that other stuff that's soaking up bandwidth. Yeah, along with you trying to watch the show also, so that probably doesn't help out. <laughs> but anyway, let's get into some stuff that we want to talk about. Punk rock. Yeah, man. All right, so this week, NoFX released their first Ditch Effort album. Uh, did you get the, Did you listen to it yet? You know, I've been meaning to, and I was going to before this this whole day started but you know it's it's killing me because because i've been uh you know busy with the family this weekend and uh you know the whole hurricane thing and work and all that other stuff it's just like fuck man i can't get a a good time that i can sit there and listen to one single album I'll, i'll be able to listen to music all the time it's just that uh when i try to focus on one specific thing it's been tough lately and and i have not to answer your question, I have not listened to the whole thing. I've heard about three or four songs, and every song that I've heard, I've enjoyed. Uh, I think that um, six years on dope is is for for it being only a minute and a half song. It's I think it's just one of the greatest things on earth right now. So I think the whole album in itself, in general, is like fucking amazing. Um, I think it it kind of shows them as a band growing more and with the, what they've done with the music and the message they're trying to put out there that you can still do it yourself and make fun of yourself and, and get out there and and people are still going to like you no matter what. Uh, I mean, fucking Fat Mike comes out in one of the songs and admits that, you know, for the last 30 years he's been cross-dressing. So he makes fun of it through the whole thing and it's, it's pretty fucking wicked. And then, uh, generation Z, that fucking song is like, holy shit, dude, just the lyrics behind it and, and the deep thought. And then the twist towards the end of the song, it's, it's crazy. You have to listen to it. Well, I, I definitely, it's going to be on my list of, of when I do have the money to buy the album, you know, um, I don't really miss a whole lot when it comes to uh, uh, no effects or rancid or, or bands like that. I, I, I usually am very interested in hearing what they have to put out. So I'm looking forward to it. You know, uh, it's one of those I have to get, but uh, as of yet, I, I've, I've put it on the back burner for a couple of other things and I'm looking forward to uh, actually jamming out to it and having a party to it. Right on, right on. Uh, Pulley is actually, another punk band, is actually uh, just signed a Cybertracks label. And uh, they're going to be doing something with them for their 20th anniversary. Well, Pulley 
has been around for a while. Holy actually is a is a band. You know, you know the band Ten Foot Pole, right? Right. Right. Well, uh, the lead singer to the very first album of Ten Foot Pole is the same lead singer to, to Pulley. And he used to, he actually used to uh, be a, uh, a major league baseball player too. So, and, and these guys, I, everything that they've ever done, I, I really enjoy the dude's voice. I, 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 I enjoy the shit out of it. And I think that he puts out some, some great, great sounds. Uh, his name's Scott Radinsky. You know, and, and and I think he's one of the um, better, as far as harmony and stuff like that, uh, one of the better punk rock uh, voices that we have. And I, anytime that he puts out something, I'm always interested in hearing it. Oh, yeah, of course, man. Anything that – that's how you can associate the dude's voice with with 10-foot pole and pulley is, is – you, you, you hear it and you know what, which band it is. That's kind of like what you the other day when you were like, "Holy shit, spot on!" With when you played that clip of uh, that one song, and I was like, "Is that you know?" Yeah, you said it was a tribe called Quest, and I said, "Yeah, man." And you probably heard Q-Tip, and Q-Tip is, has one of those voices too. You know what I mean? Yeah, Q-tip like is is, that, is always if you hear Q-Tip, you know it's Q-Tip, and you know it has to be a tribe called Quest. That's exactly like that. I heard the dude's voice and I was like, that's Tribe Called Quest, man. That's definitely, you know, some Mr. Wendell and shit like that. Also coming out on October 28th of this month, Social Distortions box set is going to come out. And it's from 83 to 04. And uh, pretty, that's pretty rad that they're going to do a box set. Well, you know, it's uh, 83 to 04. That's, that's pretty much... That's everything that they did other than mainstream maybe radio right there. That's like uh, from Prison Brown, um, Prison, uh, excuse me, uh, Prison Bound all the way back to uh, freaking Mommy's Little Monster and stuff. So, you know, and Mike Ness is another one of those guys that's got that voice. And he's, you know, he's kind of interesting because he, he, uh, he loves old, old country. And if you've ever heard anything by Mike Ness uh, outside of social distortion, you know that uh, he likes to twangy sound and, 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 and pay tribute to the old country songs that, uh, like uh, Johnny Cash and Hank Williams. And, and his stuff is so, it's so amazingly easy, but at the same time, so amazingly good. And he just talks about real life experience, and, and I love him for it. What about you, Tim? You there? Yeah, I'm here, man. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. All right. Sorry. Um, yeah, he definitely has a dis- another distinctive voice. It's always, you know, the good bands have the good lead singer that have a distinctive voice. And, and, and they're always really good. Word. Word for sure. <laughs> we don't have Vinny uh, hitting us up with like some crazy stupid hieroglyphics. Yeah, like God, man, where'd you come up with this bullshit? <laughs> and he, I swear, if he ever writ, wrote down his 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 thoughts, he'd probably be like, uh, 
fucking Hunter S. Thompson times 12. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He would, uh, and then I'd have to get something tattooed on me by him then because yeah. I have a, I have Hunter S. Thompson tattooed on my arm. So is one of his quotes, you know, too, too weird to live, too rare to die. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, those are coming out. So stay tuned for those. Also, Primus released uh, details on their 21st anniversary New Year's Eve show at the Fox Theater in Oakland on December 31st. Um, I thought these guys decided they were done already. I don't think Les Claypool will ever be done. I think that he'll put out music until, until he probably dies. Um, he's in so many damn bands that, you know, uh, he's in with the band with the, uh, with the members from fish. He's in sausage. Who's his, which, which was his original band that was considered primus ish, you know, and, and he's just always collaborating with other people, you know, incidentally, uh, Danny Carey, uh, cause, cause primus's uh, drummer, uh, got hurt or took, um, or, or got sick or something like that. Uh, Tools, Tools drummer Danny Carey uh, toured with uh, Primus uh, earlier last year, and that would have been a really cool. Because one thing about Primus is, is drums is it's so intricate, it's so like offbeat, and because you know this is a band that's that's based on touchdown. Off-beat. Sorry, go ahead. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway. It's a band that's that's based off of uh, you know uh, the bass guitar and and not just and not the rhythm guitar or lead guitar or anything like that. It's it's based off of Les Claypool and and with that comes its own unique sound. So yeah, you know, I'm I'm great. I I I, I love Primus. I love anything that they do. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, Primus is one band that if you ever get to see them live, definitely go check them out. I have yet to see Primus live, but I, I had a few chances back in the day to go see him live and, and never made it. For I went to other shows. Uh, dude, did you read that article with Keith Morris? With the interview with him? Yeah, I was going to come out with his, his autobiography. Yes, yes. Very interesting article, man. Very interesting article. For those of you don't who don't know who Keith Morris is, he is the original lead singer of Black Flag. And you know, this goes this goes to show you, you know, this is a good time to be uh, kind of old like us and and interested in and, and still interested in the things that uh, we grew up on. And and one of those things is, is punk rock, you know. With hepatitis bathtub and and all these all these memoirs and and all these autobiographies and biographies about these these guys that uh, that really paved the way for for garage rock for for punk rock you know and 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 that anger and you know what and this is it's a great time to to be punk rock because aren't you angry isn't everybody angry. You're not angry right now in in your life, specifically where where the country's going and stuff like that. You can be perfectly happy with where your life is going, but look at what's going on in the country and and shit like that. And you could be really pissed off, and I'm I'm pissed off. I'm seriously pissed off, and and 
and fuck, man, I, I love where my life is going, but fuck, why does why does everybody have to go four steps back? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, and I, this was a very interesting article because he even says in here that if you're a shithead, you're just a royal shithead now, and it's kind of talking towards the lines of him and Henry Rollins kind of beef. Well, yeah, um, you know, I don't know what the what his issue with with Rollins is, but fucking, I I think that both of them have something to say, and and that might have something to do with the way things went down when when he was replaced by Henry, and and oh well, too bad, you know what I mean? Henry Rollins is iconic too, you know, so and. That's you know, a few years back when we we started talking about like the Joan Jett and the Runaways and stuff like that, and and that that one female one girl I can't remember her name uh, she was I think a bass player for for the Runaways she said uh, that her uh, her manager had had sexually assaulted her and you know and and then the and then Joan Jett comes on there and says oh that that stuff never really happened or I didn't know anything about it. Or if it had happened, I would have done something. You know, it's like when you, when you talk about people that leave successful bands and, and stuff like it's, you're going to have the times that you had, but then your time ended and somebody else took over or whatever. And, and I'm not about to like, say hey you're better than them or they're better than you or anything like that your era was then and henry rollins era was here and you know it's just get over it you know this is 30 years ago (laughs) right exactly exactly well as you were talking about the uh no effects the hepatitis bathtub and other stories i actually have a copy i actually 11 discs i got the audio book of this and uh I'm I made it through six six discs so far and they basically go in order of when the band started all the way up to when Dave was in the band and Steve and how El Jefe actually joined the band and all these crazy stories come about and wow dude for these guys to expose a lot of the stuff that they're talking about is just wow it's awesome it shows that they're actually not just rock stars; they're actual human beings. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's one of the things that people need to understand is, you know, no matter who you are, you're still putting your leg, um, your pants on one leg at a time and stuff. And it's just like how these guys have always been down to earth. They've never let anybody try to skyrocket them to anything more than what they wanted to be. You know, they, they've turned down big contracts with big music companies. They've turned down MTV, you know, and and to be as successful as they are without all that support or all that, like, piggyback, you know, it's, you know, it's something to be, you know, to, to look at and be, like, odd and, and get inspired because they are – going on 30 years and probably the most successful band that never 
never bowed down to the music industry. Never bowed down to the major labels and stuff and did it their own way. And, and, and you know, uh, there's a lot of funny stories in, 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 in here and there's a lot of like what the fuck moments. And, and it, it shows how they, you know, th- they went from the bottom to where they are now. And, and I'm only halfway through this and uh, uh, there's some pretty funny stories in there on how they how they toured back in the day to now and if you've ever seen any of the backstage uh passport videos those are almost those aren't shit compared to what they're telling in this book and it and it's fucking awesome so i had seth watch some of the backs the first season of backstage passport what what were your thoughts well i thought that um that was probably the most insane uh, modern day, uh, like freaking, uh, what do you call it? Freaking tour that you could possibly think of. Excuse me, I apologize. Trying to get some light and stuff. Anyway, yeah, it's like they they decided to book themselves in these most off-the-wall places in the world. And it works, you know. Here and there, they're going to play in places that uh, they've they played before. Like, they went to Brazil, and they went to Tokyo and stuff like that. But then they they, they just said, hey, you know what? Screw it. Let's go, to, let's go to places that no one's ever been before. And, you know, they get to see the world, and, and they have fans. And sometimes it worked out, and sometimes it didn't, you know? And, and that's what going on a legend and, and living your life. And, oh, by the way, this is your profession – goes it's that that's what you do and and they're do it yourself they're hey we we own our own label we own our own uh, own business and we're making music and and if people don't like it oh well you know so i thought it i thought it was awesome and inspiring at the same time yeah it's definitely it's definitely something something to see how and how bands tour overseas not everything is so cushy as as it seems on tv and played out on uh you know like mtv and shit like that well i mean we get big stars and they're going to play places that they know they're going to be safe they know they're going to be uh successful you know what i mean and then you got people are doing it by themselves and and they don't there's all this humongous question mark i, I believe they probably spent more money going on that particular tour with with that show than they did actually make money but the, i mean it all it all equals out anyways because you know you can just go back and say hey i'm gonna do a u.s tour and make money you know what i mean right exactly speaking of, of the scene as it was before as it is now uh legendary punk rockers bad religion were interviewed and, and they came out and said punk rock is soft and it's not as vibrant as it once was before. I kind of, I kind yeah, it was. Yeah, well, you know, there, yeah. The, you Okay, tell me, okay, tell me what you thought of that interview. I, you know, I, I was thinking that, well, the whole world's softer. You know, there is no such thing as an edge. Uh, we're we're afraid to do a lot of different things. Everybody, this is a culture experience. You know, and and the younger generation is softer. 
than the older generation. The younger generation is used to surviving in plush conditions. You know what I mean? So it's like you're not going to create harder people. So, you know, maybe someday we'll get what get harder stuff. And 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 it, it goes back to what your your beliefs are with, with Metallica, man. You know, of course their music in the eighties were was harder than it is today. You know why? Because they've been fucking billionaires for the past twenty five years. <laughs> Fuck. What do they have to be mad about? Nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing. My gripe you know, with Metall my gripe was my gripe with Metallica is nothing anything after the Black album is garbage and that new stuff that they came out with they came out with one song and then they came out with another song and the next song was like straight poppy it, it was garbage that's you know, my I problem heard, with them yeah I heard Moth to Flame um, live I, I I gave it another shot and I listened to it on a live version I can't remember what uh, what show it was on or anything like that but you know it's 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 harder than than the uh, the studio version when they play it live and, and uh, you know I'm not gonna get a, get and say hey Metallica's back and and this this is the best shit since fucking fucking Injustice for All but you know at least they're trying to get back to sort of their roots and and I give them that you know and and they're getting back religion still putting out with music and and. And for them to say that, and all, while they're putting out music and saying that the shit's not fucking as hard as it as it once was, you know, with their own freaking label with, with Epitaph, you know, it's just why why even say things like that, you know? But at the same time, I I love Bad Religion, and I'll probably buy their new album and whatever, and and think it's it's great. And these guys are pushing fifty fifty five years old, you know, because. Because that's the type of music I'm I'm interested in. It's not because I'm interested in the new shit. And the new shit, I agree, is soft. But the people are soft. We're we're a different generation than than my kids, man. And and my kids don't don't understand. They don't fathom the hardships of of things. And and that builds character. And at the same time, it also builds. Uh, an attitude towards like what how what's cool and what's not and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. I can agree with that too. With with them saying that it's not as vibrant as it once was. I mean, there's a scene, but there's not as like when we grew up. There was a scene, but when the, the scene was then, dude, it was all definitely you know do it yourself and everything like that. All these nowadays, it's like everybody's looking for some way to hand out. You know what I'm saying? Instead of instead of giving giving a hand, you know what I mean? Because we there we run in ha social halls and in in people's backyards and, and back then, you know what I mean? And now it's well, like, oh, we got to play here, or you know what I mean? Well, here's the deal. You know, it's like there are no places. Everything is is about money these days. You know, and and it was. It was cheap back then. It was cheap in the eighties. It was cheap early eighties, you know. And this is what this is why there were there's three things that that made a punk rock scene, you know, and and it started in the early eighties and then it fizzled out. And then it started again in the mid nineties and then it fizzled out again. It's 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 that mentality of being angry, 
for and this is a cultural thing this is not individual it's a it's a and and what hit what hit in the mid 90s was 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 nirvana was bands like nirvana and when kurt cobain died you know it's it it opened up a vacuum of somebody that had to fill that void and and then it in the seven late 70s and early 80s it was you know people hated disco people hated the freaking the big production rock bands like freaking uh journey and and boston and shit and they just wanted something that was raw so they they went and the cbgb's and they saw freaking the dead boys and they saw the ramones and they saw people like uh patty patty smith you know it's like those were the people that were doing it raw and those were the people that were were tapping into that that angst that anger and and what we don't have today is that feeling is everybody's all happy everybody's happy with with what's all going on with the presidential election like oh i'm happy for hillary clinton oh i'm happy for for donald trump fuck both of them you know what i'm saying it's like aren't you seeing what's really going on and aren't you like sad it's ridiculous and and I could agree more. I can agree more. I could agree. I can agree with you 110 percent on that. But also, we're not going to get into politics on here. I know, I'm not getting into politics. I'm right. Just, it's I'm, a prime. I'm, it's just I'm a prime using ex- that as a prime example. Exactly. Uh, Ramones are actually getting got a street named after them in New York. So yeah, that's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah um, they all uh, the all all the original members went to the same high school. So the high school uh, is is on this one road that that the Ramones uh, that this road the road is being renamed after them. You know, the Ramones were the best band ever, in my personal opinion. I think uh, I I love a lot of different bands, a lot of them. You know, I think Tool is is probably up there in the top top three, but Ramones is just. And it's not even because of their ingenuity, because they really didn't have a whole lot of ingenuity. It was about the, the work ethic and the and and the fun and the attitude that they had. It's just it's just spot on perfect for what one needs. Because because at at some sometimes it's you know you listen to a Ron song and it's and it's just silly, and then sometimes it's fucking awesome and sometimes it's just like i am i'm just blown away by by these guys that that don't really know how to play music but then all of a sudden they they're amazing at it you know and so yeah fucking they deserve it just like they deserve to be in the rock and roll hall of fame even though i don't really you know the rock and roll hall of fame is like a popularity contest whatever but yeah it's not very special it's not what it should be at all but that's our but that's our opinion. So speaking of our opinion, uh, we, we came up with something, and uh, so we're gonna ask the question of between the two of us, since there's only two of us here. And shout out to the three live viewers. Thank you for watching. Make sure to hit the thumbs up button. Make sure to subscribe to this channel. Uh, check us out on iTunes, DaySpace.com, all that good stuff. Um, three punk bands. That you've seen that 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 changed the way you 
you feel about music. I'll go first. Uh, I would say Rancid, Less Than Jake, and No Effects. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'd have to say uh, Mad Paul. New York City Hardcore. New York City Hardcore. I, 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 you know, I, I, there was a period of my time that's all I'd listened to. I was like Madball, Agnostic Front, Sick of It All, um, all these uh, Cause for Alarm, Warzone, all these fucking just New York City raw fucking punk rock hardcore bands. You know, and so, so Madball was probably my first New York City hardcore band I saw, and I saw them in the Lost Horizon in, in uh, Syracuse. And, and that shit, uh, fucking unbelievable. You know, this is like the one of the dirtiest bars in Syracuse, New York, and and they just rock the fuck out of that shit. And it was it was such an intimate fucking uh, venue. It was just one of the most amazing fucking shows I've ever been to. And so yeah, Madball is 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 number three. You know, number two would probably be uh, The Misfits with Michael Graves. I, I didn't get a chance to see, uh, you know, Glenn Danzig. Glenn Danzig's only been around for a couple of weeks now, other than the 1980s, and I'm not old enough for that shit. Uh, and I saw I saw them with Guar, and that shit was amazing. Guar, I'll tell you what, if anybody hasn't seen Guar live, go fucking see Guar live. Fuck you guys if you guys hate costumes or whatever. But I guarantee you'll come out of there with a newfound liking of stage shows. Those guys put on a hell of a stage show. And get up front. Get yourself nice and colored. That stuff doesn't come out unless you wash it. Are they Are they back together again? They didn't stop, dude. They had they had a they had a chick for a while for lead singer. Then they fired her. They brought in somebody else. And that they've been touring with that ever since. They're still doing the guar BQs and all that stuff. So I wasn't even tracking that. That's awesome. I mean, they yeah they they need to continue, man. Because in in his memory, you know. Um, and my third choice would probably be uh, Social Distortion in in Hawaii. You know, it, it was it was during a time that I was just starting out my family life and stuff like that you know my daughter was was it was actually no no this that wasn't it but uh it was right before my son was born nathaniel and my my i took my wife to it she it was awesome because she was like nine months pregnant dude she she was popping them out within three weeks and and it was such a freaking fun night and it was exactly what i envisioned you know i've i've heard live at the roxy a thousand times before i went to the show and i knew exactly how mike ness was gonna sing i knew exactly i'm 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 verbatim like thinking what what he's gonna say between each song and stuff like that it was just it was exactly how i envisioned seeing social distortion and and it 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 definitely did not disappoint, you know. And this was before Dan, um, Danny Donnell had passed away, and and it was the true lineup of Social Distortion, and I enjoyed the shit out of it. And I, I knew then, you know, 
this was the type of music I loved. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and I definitely this box set that's coming out should be pretty good. That's coming out from eighty three to four on October twenty eighth. So that should be pretty cool. Okay. So a second question to this to this uh, would be three bands that are up and coming that you're listening to now. Uh, for me, uh, Dead on a Friday, Flat Broke, and Pears. I like the Pears. The pairs are pretty cool, man. Yeah, um, man, they're on Fat. They're on uh, Fat Mike's label, Fat Records. They're actually on tour with them. I'll be seeing No Effects next month in Cleveland. And my three would be uh, the Interrupters. That kind of they kind of remind me of uh, you know uh, old school fucking uh, Rancid and fucking uh, uh, Operation Ivy, you know, and and they just keep that ska punk alive which i think it should stay alive and vibrant you know i saw the interrupters with uh rancid and tim timeball and friends and and the interrupters actually walked by me and kyle and we didn't even know who they were at first we knew the opening band was the interrupters and we didn't know what they looked like but we heard the sound and they walked right by us in the parking lot and then they got on when they got on stage we're like oh my god dude they walked right by us she's fucking amy ali dude she is hot they're, they're fucking. They're pretty badass. I haven't yeah. seen them myself, but I, I, I like the shit out of them. You know, and uh, I think the swimmers, which is interesting because it's Billy Joe Armstrong's son that plays the, uh, plays the drums on them, and and I think that, uh, I think the swimmers are really good. I I really think that they're up and coming too. Um, and I I shit I listened to a couple of the new new Green Day album. Uh, a couple of songs on the new Green Day album. I think that the swimmers beat them out, man. Uh, I think it's really good. And, I think um, they, I think Green Day's just lost their. I uh, kind of in, in a way. You know, it goes. It goes to show you if you've been a billionaire for the past twenty years, man. What the? What do you got to be mad about? You know, and and I get it. You know, the younger you are, the the, the angrier you are because you want to make a name for yourself, and and, and that's. Hopefully, the younger generation gets on that, you know. And and there are some, like you said, with your your uh, your picks, you know, and my picks are, are the same way. They're young, they're young. So you know, you're not going to get me on the stage at 38 years old and and singing anything that's that's going to uh, relate to 19, 20, 21, 22 year olds. You know what I'm saying? I'm my shit's going to be freaking talking to a 37 to 55 year old you know it's like hey i've been around the block i know yeah. what i'm talking about Fuck yeah ex- exactly yeah well the guy the one guy in the pairs kind of looks like uh steve jasper yeah <laughs> i think that it, at this point in life you know it's like there there's got to be somebody that looks like steve jasper in every punk band and and you know what shout out to steve i love you brother you were the first one to have the, the Steve Jasper vibe. Fat Mike had Fat Mike vibe, but you have the Steve Jasper vibe. And guess what? Everybody else who who copies the Steve Jasper vibe has the Steve Jasper vibe, not the Fat Mike vibe. Yeah, I, I've been listening to what Fat Mike has to say on this on the in the, on the, in the book, and uh, 
he's been pretty honest and upfront about things and they all have like like they kind of uh, in in this book like they didn't finger bang it so nobody got to hear anything until the book actually came out and they told things in the in this book that they haven't told you know anybody you know what I mean they opened up about a lot of different things like Melvin came out and talked about being molested as a kid and stuff like that and 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 they it's this if you have if you get a chance go read this book or get the audio version like I did and listen to it. it it's really good yeah um and my last band is plague vendor plague vendor is freaking they they're they're a pretty dark band i think that tim if you need to if you haven't heard them, go out there and look for them because because yeah, I'll definitely are, check them out. They are seriously a, a darker version of, of punk rock, and and I like it. I like it a lot. So there you have it. Those are my three. Right on, right on. Well, guys, this is a short show this week due to Vin not being here and Seth being at home. And being computer illiterate. Well, it's not that. It's, you know, I, I need a little bit of time. You and me need a little bit of time while I'm at home to work out the kinks, you know, and, and we just haven't had that opportunity yet. So we'll get there. Yeah, definitely. We'll get there for sure. Um, shit, what was I going to say? Fantasy football update. Do you have anything? Anything good? Ah, man. It started out good day because I got uh, Tom Brady and I started him, and he had a really good day. But uh, you know, my wide receivers haven't really done much, and I don't have wide receiver core. I've learned the secret. You know, the secret is don't tell the have... secret. Don't tell the secret. Don't tell the secret. Why, man? Because then you'll give it away to other people who listen to the show that are in our league. It's too late now, but we'll talk about it after the show then. I know the secret, though. You know the secret to Final Fantasy football? Yep. Right on. Well, guys, we're going to get out of here. Make sure to check out the description in, in the description of this video and check out the links to our Twitter account at, at the Greeny Podcast. Check out my Twitter at Greeny4201. Check out Seth's at Seth underscore Skulls. Check out Vin's clothing line. Uh... Limbo Apparel LLC. Also check out, if you guys can and want to help support this show to keep going, check out the Patreon link for dayspace.com. It's in the description of this video. Follow us on iTunes. Subscribe. Leave a show review. Hit the like button on this. If you don't like the show. dislike. Yeah, if you hit the dislike. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. (laughs) If you hit the dislike button, don't don't be a pussy and just hit the dislike button. Leave a comment and tell us why you dislike the show. Because that last, that last episode we did, and whoever disliked it, that's a pussy move just to dislike the video. Leave a comment. Tell us why you dislike the video. Don't be a pussy. Don't be scared. We're not gonna, we, we, we'll read your comment on air for sure, but uh, don't be scared. We, we're, we're not going to bite you. We can take constructive criticism. Just, we can you, we can take we can it. take whatever you hand us hand it to us you know what I'm saying hand it to us tell us we're not scared also if you want to email the show you can email the show at thegreenypodcast at gmail dot com you can find us on find it go look at our Facebook page 
it's kind of entertaining here and there when people post to the page. Uh, shout out to Mr. Jim Young for posting to the page all the time. That's awesome. Your stuff rocks. Keep posting. Got to get you on the show sometime. Uh, if you want to be a if you want to be a guest on the show, seriously, want to come on and talk about some things, or just tell us that we suck and and let us belittle you like we belittle each other, you're more than welcome to. So email the show or drop us a message on Facebook or leave a message here, and we'll figure out how to get you on the show. Till next week, guys. We're getting the fuck out of here. Peace. Bye, Limbo Apparel. Yeah, that too. <laughs>